back to Swanner and Judd Review. I'm Tom Swanner. This is Brian Judd. And, uh, well, I want to start right away with uh, some renewal news. So mm. uh, Bumper and Berlin, uh, Berlin, which is the uh, TV sequel to Pitch Perfect, uh, that was picked up for another season. I'm not sure really where they're going to go with that, but okay. Is that the, Adam, that's the one with Adam Devine? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's working. Yeah. And it was, I mean, it, it's, it's enjoyable, but it was like, what was it? Six episodes. It, it's just, I don't know. To me, it seems like, um, Oh look, it's a new series. One episode every year. Uh, wh- where are they going to go? You know, I don't know. I know how much you dislike your six episode season. Right. Um, and then uh, ghost from CBS uh, has been renewed for season three. Uh, their Christmas episode was actually this last um, December was their uh, highest rated episode, and it placed second for the week. Wow! And that's up against things like Sixty Minutes and Young Sheldon, which I guess are prominent. Uh, but you yeah, say so. so yeah, so that's good. Um, let's see, we had new Connors this week, and yeah. one thing I did like was that. Uh, um, Dan's grow has moved, uh, moved down to the basement because all of uh, Louise's clothes were smelling like weed uh, when he had it in, her, in, in their closet. So um, it's just kind of fun knowing Dan's got to grow and I've got to grow. I feel, you know, feel more like a Connor all the time. Uh, well, oh, wait, that's yeah. not a good. Uh, well, anyway. Um, and then let's see, the storyline basically was uh, uh, Dan goes to a, it wasn't a class reunion, but it just happened to be a class reunion because I guess an old, older, one of their teachers had died. That teacher had to be what, like 90. Oh wait, that's right. They're all in their fifties still. Um, no, because it was their 60th year reunion. Oh, oh, did it coincide? Yeah. How could it be their 60th year reunion? They would all be 78 years old. The lady. Well, no, no, because remember, Peg and, and Dan are um, at least 18 years younger than Shane Curtin. Yeah. And she's right. 70. Well, Jane Curtin was 90. Hmm? Jane Curtin had to be, uh, well, no, because Louise was in Dan's class, maybe a couple years younger. That means uh, Jane Curtin is about Estelle Parsons' age. See, yeah. This is becoming the... Uh, um, the days of our lives, where have all the children gone? They went to boarding school and came back as adults. That's where they've gone. Um, but no, they did say in the show, because the teacher left them all, like, I, you wrote these letters, and I was going to give them back to you at your 70th, uh, your 70th school reunion, which <laughs> you even have fucking 70 year and, uh, reunions. Um so they said that, yeah, it was their 60th. They were giving them the letters 10 years early. I, I think you, you're wrong, but okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't give a shit enough to argue it, but whatever. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I know I figured if they were 16, 17 at the time, I mean, the teacher could have been 23, 24. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I have no problem with that. I remember Mrs. Uh, Dames. No, it wasn't, no, it wasn't Dames. It was... It was my seventh grade math teacher. She couldn't have been more than, you know, like early 20s, early 20s. 
No. So, um, uh, yeah. So I understand how that could be, but still. Uh, it just seemed anyway. So he meets up with somebody who used to, he used to know who wanted to date Roseanne, but never did. He wanted to date, uh, Louise, but didn't do it. Now he's rich and he's an asshole. So Dan got, you know, was got to get him back because sure the guy's rich and, you know, rich and famous, but Dan got everything he ever wanted. Uh, Dan got everything the guy ever wanted. Oh, no. Lucky Dan. Yeah. Well, uh, well, Louise should have kept her mouth shut about the money. That kind of irritated me. Uh, you know, because the, the bank is foreclosing on their house again. Again. Which I think has been like the 10th time. Um, I think it's a reoccurring storyline. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Louise saying, oh, well, Dan's short on money. And uh, the dude from Shameless is like, well, how much does he need? You know, she should have kept her. She should. That's not business you share with someone you haven't seen in God only knows how many years. Right. So that kind of irritated me. And at least uh, Darlene wasn't too awful. And and that presence. So that's always good. Right. I do. I do think it's funny that uh, they keep coming back to the Connors house and we don't we rarely see anything over at their house because I guess. Outside of the couch, there's nothing to do at their house. So. Well, it's already been stained, so, you know. Oh, oh boy. Yeah, so those Connors. Um, they also did have uh, M- uh, Abbott Elementary and uh, Home Economics, which I watched both those. And, of course, if you watch the Golden Glows, which I know you don't, uh, yeah. Abbott Elementary picked up. Uh, best Comedy, Best Actress, and Best Supporting Actor um, for the show. Such a garbage show. I think I gave it three episodes and it was just trash. And and don't forget it also won the Emmy for uh writing and supporting actress. I know. I know. I don't know why. Well, maybe it's telling you that you're the one that's wrong. Well, yeah. I'm that's just saying probably not the case. Yeah, okay. Um, Quantum Leap, uh, like I said last week, it's back. Um, and I'm trying to keep up on it week to week. Um, I don't, you know, the thing is, the weird thing is that you just don't remember what the, um, the leap is because they're, they're so different each week. Kind of like, um, um, you you don't remember what the leap is. Isn't that how they open the show? Yeah. But then, you know, all of a sudden at the end of the show, you've got another leap and it's like, what, what did I just, they're there. It's kind of like going to, uh, um, a fast food restaurant, um, it, it all tastes good, but it's not very filling. Does that make sense? Sure. I know. You're like going, what tastes good? Okay. But if it did taste good, that's how it is. I mean, they're, they're entertaining and they're quick, and but they're not very memorable because it's just another, you know. Oh, you, sure. It's just fluff. Yeah, yeah, it's fluff. And so that's kind of how the show is. And it's good for that. Good for that. Um uh, RuPaul's Drag Race uh, week two, and this is I, I still can't get over that they've got they started out with sixteen uh, queens. Uh, it just seems like a awful lot. I thought they used to start with twelve or thirteen, like lucky thirteen kind of thing, um, and then they would go like ten weeks for the the show. And this, I mean, you can't go ten weeks on a sixteen people unless you do a lot of double eliminations. 
Well, and then I, I mean, the past couple seasons they've kept girls on longer than they should have. Well, that that was the All Star one out. on the All Star one. Oh, was it? Yeah, they that was the only one that where they were on the whole time, oh, and that was and they only had what it was it eight girls to begin with, eight eight queens. So sure, uh, but this week they uh, split up into th- uh, th- three uh, sets of five. And they were supposed to come up with their idea of what drag queen heaven was and do a little uh, three minute infomercial on drag queen heaven and why it's so good. And so uh, two of them were just not funny at all. Just not funny. And that's the whole thing with Rue is if it's not funny, then you're doing something wrong. Um, And what one had this one where the, the woman who was taking you through what, what drag queen heaven was, uh, to go into the next, um, into the next, you know, scene, she would crack her neck, you know, where you grab both, or you grab front and back, and then you twist your neck, and it mm-hmm. sounds like your neck's breaking. Well, she would do that and make this. It would make this horrible breaking neck thing, since you know you're in heaven, so you're already dead, and that's that's how she moves around. Very funny. It was very funny because it was a running gag that just kept working. It was weird. And Rue laughed through the whole thing. So we knew they were going to be the winners. And then the woman who actually cracked her neck, she ended up being the the winner for the week. Um, and, uh, yeah, the uh, there were some there were so many bad ones to choose from because the sh- the uh, scenes themselves, just two of the two of them just didn't work. Didn't work. That's all. Sure. So. Um, we also have tough as nails just starting up again on CBS. This is where they get the, uh, um, a group of, I think it's 12. Yeah. They get 12, uh, six men, six women who were in construction work, plumbing, you know, they do dirty labor. Yeah. Blue collar. Yeah. But very, you know, like they're, you know, gardeners or you know something that very very um um labor you know oriented jobs so um it's it's a good show uh because uh, oddly enough they find not i guess it may be not oddly that's probably a wrong way to put it but they find some women that can hold up against some of these guys and these guys are like you know they're 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 meatheads and then all of a sudden you get these women who, and some of them are, are like older or, or let's say not, um, they don't have that, uh, I, I used to be a Marine look to them. They, they're just kind of girly girls. Lesbian. Pardon? Lesbian? No. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of. Um, but they, they, uh, they have just kind of a, a girl look and they're, you know, putting together sh- shit like um i don't know it's just it's just it's it's amazing watching some of the girls pull off better than the men can so i don't know it's it's a it's an interesting show it's by the guy you mean they they they're uh they don't belong in the kitchen is what you're saying um that they they can step out of the kitchen and do just as well you're amazed at that um yeah pretty much yeah well they're not even good in the kitchen so what do we know um yeah maybe i don't know yeah uh uh, willow uh season finale was this week so um oh that's too bad yeah and they they kind of 
finished a journey, but they kind of didn't. So, you know, I mean, they left it big wide open for to continue the saga and I'm sure it will. I think it's done pretty well. Um, and the national treasure is just running a few weeks behind them and we're getting further and further into finding that treasure, that gold. So, um, now are they going to find it? And then the next season will be some new treasure. I'm hoping, I'm hoping, but I got a feeling now I got a feeling we're going to get really close and then find out that, They've been going in the wrong direction this whole time, but come right, back next season. Yeah. So we'll see what happens um, on the circle, which is Netflix. Uh, this is mm-hmm. uh, the show where they put a bunch of people into different little apartments and they can only get to know each other by via social media uh, yeah. and the social media they control. So it's not like, um, you know, they can sit there and um, text each other, you know, as much as they want, it's all, it's all for the show. So, um, but it's, it's good. We're down to the, uh, um, we just hit episode 12. And so Wednesday will be episode 13, which will be the, um, the finish of it. And we'll get to see who the winner is. Not that it really matters. It's more fun just watching these people, manipulate and like there's this one guy Chaz and they keep going Chaz is running the show and it's like no you're telling him to run the show you guys keep voting him into a a leadership um, because they all vote for each other and they go it's Chaz how does he always get into the top well oh yeah that's right you kind of voted in there stupid people Um, Mm. but it's um, anyway it's, it's, it's a fun show it's fun. They've done a really good job at, as far as casting, like irritating people, funny people. They, they've got a, a nice grouping. So keeps it keeps it entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, now, do you remember last year uh, Al Pacino had the TV series on Prime about the Nazi hunters called Hunters? Yes. Season two is back. Oh, yay. So we, we started it uh, season two yesterday. Um, and it's weird because even though Al Pacino was killed at the end of season one, he's still alive. So I'm not sure if we're looking at like prequels with him or what. So, but it's um, so far so good. The, um, the FBI agent that was chasing them around, um, put herself into a situation where she found herself uh, a Nazi priest uh, who was like this really evil priest and um, and she but just can't prove it in court. So the judge goes, hey, look, you needed to bring me a better case. I, I can only do what I can do legally. You have all the control if you want it. And so it's like, you know, you want to do something with this guy, then you you're going to have to do it. And you can't just come to me and expect me to, you know, forge new laws to make this guy more guilty. But so, um, so anyway, it was a good show. It's a, it's, it's still a good show. Oh, um, takes place in really the, really making me want to watch it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's still, you're really selling it. I know. I know it I was, I was a little high. Um, so, can't give you a lot. Uh, Pressure Cooker, mm-hmm. which is new to Netflix. Another, this is another one of those cooking shows. But what I like about this show is that they've got a group of people. I think it was 10, 12 people. 
Um, they have a group of people. They put them on the set, but the only there's no like host, and uh, we're not seeing them. I mean, I know that they've got to have people there filming them, and you know, doing sound and you know, sure. all the production people. But it, it appears like they're all alone, and they keep getting you know the little ticket machine where they print out the orders. Right. Um, that when that thing goes off, it it's the uh, it's the the gods telling them what their next competition is. So it's kind of cool. Um, so they really start um, they start evaluating each other, not only as cooking, uh, you know, what their talents are cooking wise, but who the hell is, is, is an asshole who's, you know, devious, who's um, cause you can win better by being a nice guy than by being uh, a really good cook. So it's, it's, uh, sure. it's interesting. It's interesting. Uh, cause so you said there's no, uh, uh, the, are the con- competitors they, around each yeah. other uh yeah they're they're they stay together they're all in uh, okay and and they are the ones who vote each other in and out so uh, i see yeah. so there's that little ticket machine that uh, and that's the yeah that's their only the uh the only thing that they have that's telling them what to do or not to do sure and and then they cook with pressure cookers uh no no they're in a pressure cooker. that's the name of the yeah uh, oh yeah okay uh, let's see, Earth Storm, uh, which is on Netflix. They should use the old pressure cookers that you have to leave on the um, stovetop with that little rocker thing that goes. Yeah. Tss, 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 tss. And that way there's always like uh, the danger of those things exploding. That would be an intense show. They, I've never seen one explode, though. Well, you could always rig one up, too. OK. Uh, Earth Storm documentary on uh, netflix it's a four-part documentary um where they've got uh, storm chasers basically tornado hurricane earthquake mm-hmm. uh natural nat- natural disaster i think volcanoes in there too i i saw the uh, tornado one and you know as interesting as it was it's i was kind of bored um i uh, it, it the the one thing I did find was interesting was that the tornado that they just happened to be chasing um, was the um, uh, the one that went through that candle factory in Kentucky uh, where you know killed all those people. Um, no, oh, it was that. it was big news stuff. So um, that was kind of cool because at least I knew I remember the situation. Um, sure. But, it was, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I wanted, um, I wanted more Helen Hunt and, um, you know, more cows flying around with the tornadoes. Sure. Are you watching uh, the Zac Efron thing now that they're back with that? Uh, I've already finished that. Oh, okay. And what happened was uh, they got basically the, the, the whole crew and him, they got caught in um, Australia during the pandemic. So uh, they did the whole show from uh, Australia uh, and New Zealand uh, since they, you know, couldn't couldn't come and go as they pleased as easy as they hoped. They did the best they could. And, you know, I mean, Australia is a great place. If you're going to uh, talk about how uh, 
how to save the environment as far as you've got the, the reefs down there, you've got the fires that were down there. You've got, oh, yeah. you know, there was, there were so many things, so many things. And it was really, it's really an interesting show. Well-made. And that that's, that's a more entertaining documentary than the uh, earth storm was. So ah, um, I, I did poop myself on Friday. I don't know why I wrote that down here. Uh, well, we do like to share. Well, and it was weird. It was one of those situations where I knew I, I thought, you know, I think I need to go to the bathroom, but I just got up and it it was like gravity was playing with me because it wasn't like I had a mysterious fart or cough or anything. It just was, sure. it's like, oh, look, I had a baby. Who knew? Um, wow. Yeah, I didn't right. even know yeah. I was pregnant. So that was kind of, um, and it was in my, in a pair of my new, um, uh, me undies too. Oh no. Well, you should, uh, reach out and see, you know, tell them you're a celebrity with the podcast, uh, and see if they'll sponsor, sponsor you. Oh, tell them I say shit myself. I, I soiled some of your underwear and I would love to have a new pair and we'll talk about them on the show. Mm. Well, you will. Yeah. I, I will. Yeah. So, um, a new show on, uh, well, a newer show, uh, it's been out for probably a couple months now on Netflix, Smiley. It is a Brazilian, uh, and that means from Brazil, not a Brazilian, um, uh, a, a romantic comedy about, uh, gay romantic comedy. Um, the, mm. the main character, uh, dates this guy and gets all pissed off because the guy, you know, kind of ghosts him. So he calls up his number and bitches him out over and over again, yet n- doesn't realize that he doesn't have the right phone number and he's calling some other guy. And so um, the guy finally uh, lets him know that he has the wrong phone number because um, he was only leaving messages up to that time. And then they decide, well, maybe you want to go out or meet or something. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. Because I know that's how you would have done it. Right. Yeah. Whole love story. Yeah. Type thing where she's a cunt. And he's like, you know what? You're a cunty little librarian. Let's go out on a date. Yeah. So um, uh, the I just saw the first episode and it was it was actually uh, really decent. Uh, um, and uh, the um, uh, dubbing was excellent for it. So. Oh, was, good. Oh, that, that's right. Um, and then. um. I came upon on um, Peacock uh, the uh, first and only season of um, Kolchak, the Night Stalker with uh, Darren McGavin. What? You've never heard of this? No. Okay. Um, Back during the 70s, uh, Darren McGavin uh, made a couple TV movies called Night Stalker. Um, Well, it was Night Stalker, and the second one was called Night Strangler, and it was part of the tuesday or wednesday movie of the week but they were so popular they said well let's make a season out of it uh let's 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 see what we can do and night uh and what happened was <coughs> kolchak is a uh he's a news reporter and um but a, a clever enough news reporter to know that when you got a guy running around killing everybody uh, um killing prostitutes that you start thinking, well, maybe this is uh, close to um, Jack the Ripper. And 
come to, you know, and so he'll approach it that way where the police are, you know, there's, they're, they're just whatever facts they, they, they don't look for. If, if there's somebody sucking blood, they're not going to go, Oh, it's, it's a real vampire. But Kolchak, he, he knows that if somebody's running around sucking blood, they either are real vampire or they think they're real vampire. So he, he always approaches all these news stories based on what they actually are, like a zombie and stuff like that. Um, so it's kind of like an X Files. Yeah, but, but it was um, it was really good, really good show, um, and 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 still kind of holds up. I mean, we're we're in seven basically late seventies goofiness, but um, it is a, it is a good show, and I always loved it as a kid. So seeing all twenty episodes just available for me in between my scaries, it just works out perfect. Oh, well, good. And then I saw two movies, and I saw I see that you saw one. Mm-hmm. Well, tell us about it. So I did see. I uh, watched Pinocchio um, after you said that he was an asshole, um, and you did not watch it far enough because and and basically the movie was exactly what I was afraid it was going to be, which was loosely based on Pinocchio. Basically, he's a wooden boy. That's as far as it goes. Uh, they very well should have called this movie Pinocchio versus the Nazis, although it really wasn't Nazis. It was Italian fascists, but fuck it. Um, yeah, it wasn't based on the book at all. So after he leaves home, um, he goes into the puppet show, which is based on the book. But then the guy that runs the puppet show wants to do a big show for Mussolini. And um, Candlewick, who is uh, in the movie or the original the original Disney film and and the book as well, um, you know, he Pinocchio is already an asshole. Right. You know, Candlewick is even worse. And that's how they end up on the island of the Lost Boy. I can't remember if it's Lost Boys, but they end up on the island. They turn into donkeys. Well, in this Del Toro version, Candlewick, oh, he's a good boy. He's a good boy and he doesn't want to be a fascist. But his dad wants him to be a fascist and they are in a paint gun fight and uh, Candlewick's father gives Candlewick the choice between shooting Pinocchio or shooting him and Candlewick shoots his father and says, I don't want to be a fascist. Bullshit. It was bullshit. It was such bullshit. And then um, there's the the blue fairy, which they call the nymph in the movie. Well, she has a sister, Death. And every time Pinocchio dies, she has to spend time with Death, which went absolutely no fucking nowhere. Uh, of course, Geppetto gets swallowed by the dogfish, which that was pretty cool. I mean, just the, the, the puppet of the dogfish. Um, and that was all about the same. But it was just it. It was it wasn't even based on the book because the Dotoro took the character Pinocchio from the book, took a couple characters from the book and said, OK, I'm going to write my own bullshit story about a puppet that uh, takes on Mussolini. It was stupid. It was so stupid. And the fact that, uh, as, as you had mentioned, uh, the cricket um, uh, Pinocchio squashes the cricket. Uh, within the first, I don't know, five, ten minutes of the movie. That's a running joke throughout the movie. He keeps getting stepped on and squashed. So that really can't even be attributed to Pinocchio being an asshole. Um, mm. It was just, like I said, a running joke. So uh, huge, huge disappointment. 
uh, you know, I didn't want to watch it because I, I figured it was not going to be really based on the book. You convinced me otherwise, although I'm, I'm not blaming you. I'm not blaming you. Um, but it was it was worse. It was even worse than what I thought it would be. Just a total, total disappointment. Um, however, I did watch the uh, making of there's like a 30 minute making of um just so I could see the puppet work and how they were designed. And that was pretty interesting. I mean, especially when you're taking uh, stop motion from <laughs> the sixties or Rankin Bass um, to what they're doing with it now. Um, Cause I mean, it looks, it's, it is, it is a beautiful mu movie. Um, and I, you know, almost kind of think to myself is, it, does it look too good at this point? Cause you could barely tell they're puppets. Um, so seeing how that was made uh, was was pretty interesting. But again, the movie is just a big steaming pile of shit. OK, um, well, I'm not going to argue with you because I, I didn't like the the part that I saw. I can't imagine the, sitting through the how long was it? It was under two hours. You know how Netflix tacks on 10 minutes of credits with with translation. Well, and I, and I've crap. noticed that all their movies nowadays, um, there's a, a one I saw was actually under two hours, but they're all over two hours and they're like two hours and five, 14, 19 minutes, you know, but they're, they're all just kind of just over two hours and yeah. they shouldn't be, or they don't need to be, let's say. Right. Um, right. The one movie I saw that was under two hours was called a troll. And this is a, a movie from uh, Norway. Uh, so the dubbing is excellent, which uh, they have been excellent from Norway. I don't know if they, uh, the Norwegian language is kind of close to American or, or English. American, stupid. Um, uh, English, but it's, um, the dubbing is excellent. And so this is about how um, uh, they're trying to, break open this mountain for some reason. And I guess um, in the uh, old days, the trolls were um, had went into the mountainside and hid, hid in the mountains. They were, they were of the mountains. And so um, when they started digging up this one mountain, one of the trolls comes alive and, and he's, mm. he's going to go back to uh, uh, Oslo and, and, because uh, he's the ends up being the the king of the trolls that was sent away by the the Christians and uh, they they did a good job smearing them for a little bit too. Uh, but it was a it, you know it's it's kind of like your standard uh, Mothra Godzilla movies. Uh, you have a, a some interesting. You don't really get to see him at the beginning, and then you you finally see him, and then. There's some good battles, but it's it's uh, more actually it's more of a King Kong, you know, because he's like swatting on helicopters and shit like that. Uh, okay, because I was going to ask, was there a secondary monster if it was like Godzilla? No, no, it's just okay. just the one guy, uh, and and the um, and the evil humans, you know how that is. Sure. sure. Um, but there was some good sequence in it, um, and it was uh, kind of fun. Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, and then I saw the uh, movie, uh, newer movie, The Menu, uh, which is Ray Fine. And, oh, yeah. How was that? Um, well, the, the storyline is that um, 
uh, Rayfine runs a restaurant. It's a restaurant that's on some island off the coast of I don't remember where they were, but it's a it's just off the coast uh, on its own island, and you come there and it's really ritzy and it's one of those where. You get a tasting menu, and at the end, you're like going on the drive home. You're looking for, a, you know, like something that's fast food that's still open because you're starving. So it's one of those kind of restaurants. And he's invited all these people because this is like a special event. But um, obviously, uh, he's invited all these people here for not good reasons. So uh, they all have a history with him. And, uh, so there's, there's some, uh, deviousness going on. And, uh, so, uh, it was not good. (laughs) I mean, I mean, I wanted to see it, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, shocking surprise. He's cooking them. Is it cannibal? Are they, is he, he's serving them up to each other? It's not. Spoiler alert. No, it's not. No, but you get that feeling at the beginning. That's where they're going with it, but that is not, um, they, yeah, I was actually up through most of the um, like first three quarters thinking that they were still going to go towards that angle, but they, they did not. Um, okay. But it was, it was a revenge movie. He's getting back at people who have turned him into the, the evil chef that he is today. Sure. Um, and it's, it's not, it's not particularly spoiler alert. Um, the best part about it is they've got some great performances. Um, well, it's an excellent cast. Excellent cast. Um, and I, I just wished it had been a little, uh, maybe a little more campy, a little less serious, maybe more. I don't know. It just, it didn't gel correctly. I don't know if it needed to be funnier or it needed to be more serious, but whatever was there was not working. Um, Nicholas, Haas old. Yeah. He had such a good role in the show. I really, really loved him. Uh, he, he was, he's kind of a creeper, but he was, uh, uh, he was obsessed with the chef. And, uh, so, uh, he, he just was, he was really funny. It was really funny. Uh, he did a really good job with that. Well, I've always kind of been a fan, but I mean, you know, the great really kind of, uh, changed my opinion of him quite a bit. Oh, sure. As far as yeah, I would never have thought that he had that kind of uh, acting chops. Yeah. 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 Um, let's see. Do I? Um, and then the other person who I really liked was Jenick McTeer. Um, she was. Uh, she had recently done Ozark, and she was just a, a cold bitch in the show and she she was a uh in this she plays a, a f- film cr- uh, a food critic who um had basically uh created um him as the the man to eat you got to eat his food to understand and mm-hmm. um, so um her and her it wasn't her husband it was but her uh i don't know if it was somebody she worked with or he was like a manager or something, but the two of them together had some really funny lines like the one where, uh, on the preview where it goes, uh, we're going to die. Yes, we are just, sh- <laughs> um, kind of thing. It was, it was funny, funny. I mean, it, it had its good parts. I just, it was missing something for me. Sure. So, uh, sure. yeah. So, uh, but it was, uh, I, I enjoyed it. And then I was kind of disappointed. 
If that right. Makes, yeah. And, and it's on HBO Max. So that was just HBO Max. Yeah. Looking that up. Just yeah. I'm actually. Yeah. It is not. Next week on, or this week, I'm planning on watching She Said, which is now on um, Peacock, which is the um, Harvey Fire, Har- Har- Harvey Weinstein gotcha movie where, you know, the uh, female um, writers are trying to figure out what's going on with Harvey Weinstein and basically expose him for the, the perv he is. So, mm-hmm. uh, that that's on Peacock right now. I'm going to watch that this week. And uh, that's the only thing I, I have really eyed out. And of course the end of uh, um, the finale of the circle, which will be coming on Wednesday. The circle. Yeah. Which one is that one? The people in the apartment to, uh, you know, work social media to, and that's so it's like social. Yeah. You know, stupid. Just, oh God. Yeah. But those are the only two things I know for sure that I'm going to be doing. And you uh, are going to be here next Sunday. So that's what we can, yep. that's all we can guarantee from you. That's, I started reading um, Ugh. the oh. picture of Dorian Gray. Oh. Is that going to be no. your summer book? Uh, in the middle of winter, no. Oh, okay. Um, are you going to try putting a, um, a portrait of yourself in the closet? It's too late. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Too late. Although, actually, I have a portrait of it's gorgeous. It's a gorgeous portrait of myself, and I just keep getting more and more hideous as the years go by. Well, you got that right. Um, yeah. So I guess uh, that's about it this week. Uh, I wished I had more exciting news. Oh, uh, one thing that's uh, remember Minx was canceled by HBO Max. No. Well, it's been picked up uh, and they're putting it on Stars. So season oh, two will be on no. Stars. And what was that one? That's the one where, oh my god, um, where they made the male magazine up with the is basically Playgirl. Oh yeah, I watched that. And I know you didn't. There wasn't enough nudity to keep you interested, but uh, yeah. No, but like, I'm, 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 I don't think I liked her. Yeah, you didn't. Well, you didn't pretty much like anything. So, yeah. oh wait, that's in general. Yeah. Well, yeah, so. yeah. Okay. Well, um, that's it. So I will talk to you next week. All right. Bye. Bye.